0: My name is Luna Casey and welcome to the New England Ghost Stories podcast where every other week we will explore the legends, myths and tales of hauntings in and around New England. Whether you are a believer of things that go bump in the night or not, we hope you enjoy these chilling tales of the supernatural. Welcome to the season finale of the New England Ghost Stories podcast. With this episode, we're continuing our trip to Mystic, Connecticut. As with most of New England, Mystic holds properties that are rich in stories. Land that was home to the Pequot and Mohawk peoples witnessed the American Revolution and Civil Wars and saw generations of families going about their lives. Whitehall Mansion is one of those properties. The property, before there was even a mansion on it, was a homestead owned by the Gallup family. Upon his father's death in 1650, Captain John Gallup returned to Mystic with his wife Hannah. They were granted a piece of land neighboring what would eventually be the Whitehall Farm. John and Hannah raised seven children in this home, and years later he managed to purchase the property next door. It was John's son, William Gallup, who built the first Whitehall mansion. William Gallup and his wife Sarah had six children, all born between 1688 and 1701. William was a member of the legislature and a friend to the local Native Americans. Some members of the Pequot and Mohawk tribes even attended the wedding of his eldest daughter, Mary. All of William and Sarah's daughters were married on the property. After the deaths of William and his wife, the property was passed down to their youngest daughter, Temperance, in the late 1720s. She held on to it until 1760, when it was purchased by Colonel John Williams. Colonel Williams, in turn, sold a hundred acres of it to Dr. Dudley Woodbridge. Dr. Woodbridge had been a minister before becoming a doctor. In 1771, Woodbridge began building Whitehall Mansion on the foundation from the Gallup home. He and his wife, Sarah Sheldon, raised nine children in the mansion. With the exception of their daughter, Lucy, who never married, and a son who passed away at the age of 12, the children all married and moved away. Dr. Woodbridge died in 1790, followed by Sarah in 1796. The mansion eventually became the possession of the Rodman family, who were related to the Woodbridges by marriage. Dudley's daughter Elizabeth had married a Rodman. The Rodmans resided in the mansion for 25 years, from 1825 to 1850. Joseph and Mary Wheeler then purchased the mansion in 1852. They remained there until 1962, while their youngest daughter, Florence Grace, resided there. The building was then donated to the Stonington Historical Society. It had been renovated and moved to its present location. The inn was added to the National Register of Historic Places on April 12, 1979. The mansion remained in the care of the Stonington Historical Society until 1996, when it was purchased and renovated, becoming the historical inn that it is today. With so many lives passing through Whitehall, it's really no surprise that some of them may have stayed behind. When we return, We'll hear about some of the people you may meet if you spend the night at the Whitehall Mansion. During these difficult times, services like Instacart are more important than ever. You'll find the products you love from stores like Aldi, CVS, and Big Y. Everything is hand-selected by shoppers, including the freshest produce, And it's delivered to your door in as fast as one hour. All while following the most recent safety standards. There has been no better time to give Instacart a try. And it's so easy to join. Just go to newenglandghoststories.com or our Facebook page at New England Ghost Stories and click on the Instacart link to get started. And now, back to our story. With such a storied past, it's no wonder that some of that energy may have stayed behind at Whitehall Mansion. Some of those spirits may have made a home in the attic of the inn. From 1862 to 1872, Whitehall was owned by Joseph Wheeler but he had decided to move his family to another house in Mystic. It is rumored that the residents of Whitehall during that time used the mansion as a stop on the Underground Railroad, hiding runaway slaves in the attic. This may account for the unease that people have while staying in the room that holds the stairway to the attic. In this room, which is called Betsy's room, Guests report a fearful feeling and a sense of being watched. They have also remarked about hearing footsteps and muffled voices coming from the attic, when it is impossible for anyone to be in the attic. Other guests have complained about hearing the sounds of children giggling or running down the halls at all hours of the night while staying in Lucy's room. However, because of the old floor and easily breakable antiques at the inn, children are not allowed to stay there. They have also complained about furniture being moved, or items like cell phones that disappear from one spot, only to be found later in another. But enough children were born and raised in the house to account for this activity. The main ghost in the house is said to be Dr. Dudley's daughter, Lucy Woodbridge. Lucy had never married and had remained in the home until both her parents had passed in 1796. Some guests have reported hearing the sound of a woman laughing only to find that they are the only people staying at the inn. Others report a wispy, gray mist gliding across the room. In all the rooms, guests describe a feeling of being watched, and some have even turned the family portraits to face the wall, feeling that the people in the pictures were watching their every move. If you decide to stay at the Whitehall Mansion Inn, You'll want to check out the journals in the back living area that document the experiences of of past guests. You may have your own experience to add as well. Thank you for listening to the New England Ghost Stories podcast. This episode was written and produced by L.B. Kirkwood. Music by Vitaslavs Dragunov we'll be taking a brief hiatus to recharge, refresh, and refocus. But we'll be back in a few weeks with a brand new season. Until then, you can find the entire first season of New England Ghost Stories on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or at your favorite podcast directory. You can also find all episodes on newenglandghoststories.com. Until next time, this is Luna Casey.